Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well huge show in store for you tonight zach our producer can the mayhem stop can the mayhem please stop stop collaborate and listen you know what it means when we come on this show And we turn the hat backwards. I've had it, dude. I have 1,000% without a shadow of a doubt had it. You got people in the media calling for Brian Kelly's head. And uh, he's on the hot seat. He hadn't played a game. Better yet, he hadn't coached a game at LSU. At some point, LSU fans, it comes to this. It comes to do they hate LSU or do they hate Brian Kelly or a mixture of both? Because quite honestly, and as this continues to mount and will continue to mount, before the Florida State game, it's only going to get worse until you go out there and you start spanking that ass. Bad baby, bad baby. Start spanking that ass on the field. I'm done with it. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. We're going to talk about it here tonight. I promise you that. It is a fired up edition of episode 503. I've had it. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't be yelling, but um, yeah, I've hit my wits in. NFL camp kicks off. We will be doing Believe in Saints um, after the show starting at 8.15. So we'll, we'll specifically talk the Saints, but we'll talk uh, NFL as well. Aaron Rodgers showing up like he just got off the airplane at Con Air. Um, 
I, I don't know what the man's doing. I mean, <laughs> I get what he's trying to pull off, and he did it pretty well. But shout out to Aaron Rodgers for looking like Nicolas Cage for a day. Maybe tomorrow he'll come uh, with, you know, with a brown jacket and, you know, a little digger's kit and go for the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I really don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do next. We'll have to wait and see, but we'll talk about uh, uh, camps kicking off today as well. Something interesting about Kyler Murray and that contract that's really weird. Feels very Jamarcus Russell, Jamarcus Russell-ish, if you ask me. Blaine Crane from the Daily Wire and Crane and Company joins us at 7.30. A lot of you LSU fans that join Twitter spaces know who Blaine is, and you know him from his show. You've been able to interact with him one-on-one. He's going to join us at 7.30. We're going to talk LSU. We're going to talk college football. We're going to talk the SEC. Blaine Crane's going to break it down all for us here at 7.30. LSU versus the SEC. I went down LSU's schedule uh, today and made some predictions. I'm not going to say uh, losses for LSU. I'm going to say toss-ups so I don't get called out like I did last season and everybody wants my head on a spike. Uh, and then as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag Ask Blake, so you have co- you have comments inside of the Rudy Crew chat. Fire fire all of them in there. Hashtag Ask Blake, Ask Blaine, any questions you have. Our producer, Zach, will try to star as many of them as he can, and we will get to as many of them. But let's get to a couple comments, though, before we do get started. Rooney says, LMFAO on YouTube. Con Air, don't be talking about his quarterback like that. I I get the uh, uh, Nicholas Cage reference. In my personal opinion, uh, Aaron Rodgers looked more like Johnny Tapia from Bad Boys 2. I'm Johnny Tapia. But it was the wife beater that gave it away. Uh, Al Landry says, any leftover chicken, I need some. Hashtag Blue Store. I did go to the Blue Store today. You guys know we go out and about of the great city of Baton Rouge. <laughs> On Tuesdays and Thursdays, everything we're eating, we go to as many of them as we can. I want to go to Pyrans tomorrow. They got some grilled uh, uh, fish, and I hear the line is out the door uh, for it. So we'll be going there. Andrew, Kevin, Chris. Um, old vet Tyler, Rooney, Ryan, Gidry, and Kenny all say let's go and let's get this thing started. You absolutely know. You absolutely know, y'all. Yeah, I, I see the comments. I, I did forget about the Pete Maravich uh, statue that was unveiled last night. It literally was happening during our show. Um, great on him. You named the court after him. <laughs> I mean, the assembly center after him. He better get a damn statue. Um Rest in peace to rest in peace to Pistol Pete. Uh, one of the great LSU Tigers of all time. Philip Rose says, "Hey Blake, have you heard anything about uh, LSU baseball player Newt? Will he sign with the Brewers or go to LSU?" That is in the premium AYS message board. So go there today, AYSSnetwork.com. Sign up for the message board and the forum, guys. It's seven bucks a month. I mean, come on. I'll give you seven bucks a month if you absolutely need it. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but nevertheless, seven bucks a month. Uh, we talk about Newt, uh, one of my good buddies who was really connected into LSU, posted on there what he was hearing about Newt 
uh, not looking so great for the Tigers, but go looking in there. You absolutely should. Uh, Rob Boudreau says, did you take Daniel to the blue store? No, I didn't take Daniel to the blue store. He's not ready for that because he puts raisins in his potato salad. You can't put raisins in your potato salad and, you know, it will be a culture shock for Daniel. Can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. God, the blue store is so good. They got, dude, the, the, the shrimp fried, fried rice. Mamma mia. I know that it's not Italian, but good googly moogly. That ish is good. All right, two more, and then we'll get uh, get this thing started. Kevin Forche says, hat backwards, Blake fitting to go off. You're damn right we're fixing to go off. I've had it. And look, I, I really do like Coach Jason Brown, but I'm going to go after Zach Smith, former Ohio State coach who got in that big scandal, all that kind of Rudy Poo stuff. We're, we're going in on it. It's enough. You can't get fired at a university and never be a head coach, and the guy is the winningest coach in college football when it comes to wins and start calling people out, dog. I'm sorry. If, if, if Brian Kelly can be called out for his on-the-field football coaching knowledge and expertise, so can you. We all get called out on this podcast. Hell, somebody told Zach that he needed to shave his goatee. He, he looks like he drives a white van to work. That's what someone put in the comments last night. Zach, does, does your van, does the van that you drive, though, <laughs> does the van that you drive, Zach, does it have windows or not? <clears throat> does it have windows or not? That's all we need to know. That is all that we need to know. I'm sure Zach will be firing his uh, defense inside the Rudy Crew chat. That is for sure. Okay. Everybody, do us a favor. Hit the like and share. Guys, so many of you are watching us live on Facebook right now. Do us a favor. Stop collaborating. Listen, hit that like button. Hit the share. I know all of you that are in these Facebook message groups, you're, you need to hit the like, hit the share, help your boy out uh, by doing so. If you're listening to us on YouTube, Hit the subscribe button and notification bell. We greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform, we greatly, greatly appreciate that uh, as well. So let's do this. Oh, and I already talked about the AYS message board. Uh, go subscribe there as well. So let's pay these bills. Blaine Crane on about 17 minutes or so. About 17 minutes, going to talk to SEC with our good friend Blaine. So, really looking forward to him from Crane & Company. So, let's do this. Zach Pooh Bear, let's pay these bills. None better than our good friends over at GM Barno & Sons and BetOnline.ag. Guys, we'll be back in one minute. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures and don't forget that the mlb is back as well who are you picking to win the world series bet online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs including live betting and your favorite vegas casino and poker games it's easy to get started so head on over to their website use betonline.ag use that promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag.
With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino sent you on by. Uh, Zachy Bear says from his podcast on YouTube, Shout out Flex. I'll be on their show on September the 2nd, I believe. Uh, they have a laundry list of really good guests that'll be on there. I don't know if Pooh Bear will be on there or not, but neither here nor there. But, I mean, just don't bring on the bear. Anyway, just joking, Zach. Just joking. When you, when you have doubts, put in the bear. That's what I do. That's what I do. But he says, my van looks like a Honda Civic Sport LOL. You don't have no Honda Civic Sport Thing was probably made in 1996. Uh, guys, it's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, Bear Granger says two losses to the Bengals. Uh, I don't know what you mean there, uh, Barrett, but I put that up there because um, if you missed it today, uh, Joe Burrow is having surgery on his appendix. I'm going to share a very, very, really quick story, very, very quick, because we got a lot to get into before we get to this. Guys, an appendix, although very temp- although very normal and, and, and easy, my grandfather um, was a victim of a appendix rupture and passed away uh, before I was born. It's not, you know, it's serious. Um, um, so I, I don't think he'll be out more than two weeks. And and quite honestly, they've been doing a lot off the field. Um. So, yeah, I think he'll be fine. Pooh Bear, August the 19th, says Zach. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. I got to tell you this. You guys know I don't really turn the hat backwards enough. Usually, I come out here. We do a Rafino's rant. I argue a point or I give a point that I don't agree with, with a narrative that's being pushed or people telling me that I have a narrative, whatever it may be. But this is a little bit serious. Okay, like normally, and you guys know this, there are some levels that we got to entertain and do things like that. I, I get it, you know, like, and I know that you get it too. You're not a dumb fan base. You're not, you're a very f- smart fan base. The people that come in here and listen, you know what you're listening to. You know what we're doing. But tonight, I'm pissed off, okay, because I, I, I just don't, um, I don't get it, really, uh, and, and quite honest. Like, you know, when Les Miles was here, he ate grass. That was his thing. You called him the Mad Hatter. He went for it on, uh, I think, what, fourth and one with only like 20 seconds left to go in Auburn, and Demi- uh, Demetrius Bird catches a fade from Matt Flynn in the back of the end zone. The, the stadium erupts. The crowd goes wild. He's labeled the Mad Hatter. Doesn't innovate offensively, goes up to Lambeau, gets his cheeks clapped, and we all know the rest of history. In comes Ed Orgeron. Talk like this. Talk from the South Bayou. Not a lot of people from this, you know, not everybody from Louisiana talks like they're, uh, could be the lead of the water boy. 
Okay, and, and look, that is a part of our culture. I don't give two Rudy of poos, the rudiest of poos, how Ed Orgeron sounds like. But for five years, all we had to do outside of 2019 was how Ed Orgeron sounded. You know, he's an incompetent coach. He can't do this. He can't do that. Some of those things might be true. But now you have, and I posted this on Twitter today, Pooh Bear or Zach, go find the tweet for me if you can and share it inside of here. Brian Kelly's wins as a head coach in college football. Guys, he is the winningest coach uh, in currently in college football from a wins perspective. He's not Nick Saban. He doesn't have the natties. We get that. However, I was tagged in a lot of this, and our good partners over Believe, we've had Coach Brown, Jason Brown on this show. He does things in a very unique way. I like his takes. I think the points that he makes, being an ex-college head coach, are very valid. Transfer portal, what would, how would he would have attacked it? So many things. I respect him. What I don't respect, what I don't respect, okay, is when there are guests on there, and, and look, hosts aren't liable for their guests at all points and fashions. What the guest says is what the guest says, and you and the guest has to, without a shadow of a doubt, he's going to have to live up to those comments. Bottom line. But to say that Brian Kelly is a horrible coach, he will never succeed here, Louisiana, they got lucky. Guys, how many times you got to get lucky in 20 years? For it to be that LSU is a sustainable job, it's a top program in the country. Not the top, but it's one of maybe even a top three. You don't have an Alabama. You don't have a Florida State. You don't have an A&M or Texas inside your state. Now, all of them want your recruits, but you don't have to battle with them inside your own state. It's a top job. And then you have Les Miles and Orgeron. Les got to two national titles here. Guys, there's only two teams a season. Two teams a season that can get to a natty. And LSU's been there four times. It's second. It's second behind Alabama. But yet everybody wants to put, you know, I saw this little Rudy Pooh, whoever this guy is on Twitter getting all this viral shit about Brian Kelly on the hot seat. What the hell are you talking about? And now I'm to the point where it's not about Brian Kelly. It's a deeper-rooted issue. A deeper-rooted issue. So when the saying goes, Louisiana versus all of y'all, LSU versus all of y'all, it's true! And the last thing that we need is people from our own fucking beat saying shit about our head coach. He can't recruit. He goes and gets four top 50 or top 150 defensive linemen. He just got committed the highest ranked wide receiver in the history of recruiting for Brian Kelly. Sheldon Sampson's down the corner. You, got, you better start putting some respect on LSU's name before we come to your house and we start clapping those cheeks. I'm sick of it. 
I'm legitimately sick of it. Everybody asked me, well, Blake, why, why do you think that Florida State's a must win? Nobody's getting fired because you lose to Florida State. You got to get your respect back. I make these references all the time. It's Rocky Three versus Glover Lane. You got to get your respect back. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. Get it back. Get your manhood back. Does Brian, I know Brian Kelly probably doesn't stroll Twitter, but family, the gritty, all this shit that you continue to pile on, newsflash, he's got talent now. He had talent at Notre Dame. No arguing that. Guys, with all due respect, he ain't never had Kayshawn Booty. Never. Guys, play, play along with me here. Play along with me here. Uh-oh. Guys, can y'all hear me? Producers, can you hear me? Give me a thumbs up. All right. Bottom line is, I, 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 somebody in the comment or somebody sent, texted into the show and said, Blake, I can't hear you. <laughs> uh, I was just making sure. But I'm done with it. I know Brian Kelly doesn't scroll through Twitter and listen to all this, but play along with me for just a minute. Hypothetically, if Jalen Brown, the talented five-star wide receiver out of Miami, signs to LSU, hypothetically, if Shelton Sampson signs to LSU, they are one and two, respectively, of top receivers that Brian Kelly has got recruited, signed, sealed, delivered to LSU, or just really in recruits in his entire, in the entirety of his career. He hasn't been, guys, at that point, at that point, on that national signing day, around that time, very close to it, Brian Kelly was hired on November the 30th, if I'm not mistaken. He'll be a a year and a week, a year and a week at LSU, and he signed two, two of the best receivers that he's ever had. Oh, by the way, he wasn't here six weeks. He signed the best-rated Middle linebacker, inside linebacker, outside linebacker, whatever you want to label Harold Perkins as in the history of him recruiting. Now, Brian Kelly will tell you, it was, and, and these conversations have been had. It's different recruiting in the SEC, but I welcome the challenge. To all of them saying he's not out there recruiting. You got coaches coming on our show and every show out there saying, shit, man, I'm learning a lot in recruiting from Brian Kelly. This is the last time, and let and let, let me not say last time because we there's no telling what can happen from now to the kickoff of the season. But unless something completely happens... This is to media members. This is to everyone that's out there. I'm bookmarking bookmarking tweets. I'm bookmarking them. I hope Brian Kelly understands. I hope this coaching staff understands. I've had conversations with multiple of them. Had one today. I hope that they understand that on September the 4th against Florida State in the Dome is a must win. You got to get your respect back. It's how I feel in my bones. I'm not, again, nobody's getting fired. It's not going to ruin a season if you lose. You got to get that respect back because 
because, and we'll talk about this later. I did my predictions on LSU and the SEC, and then we'll do this again at the end of camp. You start off 4-0. Guys, you start off 4-5-6-0. You're three wins away from being a nine-win team. And then you're only a bowl win away from being a double-digit winning team. Guys, if LSU, let me just say this. If LSU goes from, if LSU goes from having six wins a season ago to winning 10 games and possibly winning a New Year's Six Bowl, crown that man coach of the year. Crown him. Because I the last time I remember vividly prepping for Brian Kelly was when LSU went to the Citrus Bowl and LSU had night and day more talent than Brian Kelly and he beat you at your own game. You had three, three first-round picks on that defense. You had four second-round picks on that defense. Because that's seven dudes. The rest of them would get drafted no later than the fifth round, and you lost. You lost. Don't tell me, Ellis, you didn't have the talent. You got out coached. Ed Orgeron elected to kick a field goal from the one damn inch line. Brian, I went back and watched the game today, guys. Brian Kelly was laughing when it happened. Laughing. He should have been. He should have been. So whatever bit, whatever is said from now to then, don't tag me in it. I see it. Bookmarked. Let's get to a couple comments. Blaine Crane joining us in three minutes. Brandon Reese says, if BK goes 9-3 or 10-2, BK deserves SEC Coach of the Year. I don't disagree with that. Unless, unless you have a situation like Kirby, right? Like if you have a, if you have a team like Georgia was defensively last year, and at the end of the regular season, they don't lose a game, that would be the only thing. But it would show that a lot about the coaching. Uh, I saw this, uh, Braden, uh, Brandon, excuse me. Brandon says, why did they drop Jalen Brown to a four-star? Because he committed. That's how these services work. They, they don't know, uh, you know, they don't know what they don't know. Um, Blaine Smith says, oh, my God. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Boosie badass, and we all got some ratchet in us. Da dun 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 dun. Edward O says he's got the crabs. He says, Blake, one of the best rants ever. Thank you. It's true. It guys, it's 1000 1000 percent true. I'm sick of listening to it. I'm sick of seeing the shit. I, I don't care. Now, here's the difference. Here's the here's the big difference. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with somebody coming on here or going out there and say, hey, this is why I think LSU is going fifth in the SEC. These are my reasons why I think LSU is going fifth in the SEC. I respect that. Saying that Brian Kelly's on the hot seat when he hasn't coached a game is not one of those things. It's not one of those things. Like I said, guys, this is this – is, you know, we were talking <laughs> we were talking about Con Air earlier. You gotta make a decision. Who's gonna be the hero? 
God bless it. Can you imagine? I mean, what what happens to Aaron Rodgers in that in that locker room? <laughs> like, hey, Aaron, nice fit, bro. <laughs> I mean, let me ask you this: If you got and we got Blaine Crane coming up, all right, let's, so we'll get to him. But last comment here: If you literally have a hundred million dollars in the bank, do you walk into a local Jolly General store? And buy wife beaters, bro. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm worth a hundred million. I'm gonna walk in the local Dollar Tree, or does he order it off of Amazon? I have no idea. I have no idea. All right, let's do this. Let's get to our good friend Blaine Crane. Is Texas back? We're back. No, they're not. So let's do this. Let's pay these bills around these things. And then we'll get to Blaine. Let's talk about our good friends over at Grand Co. My good friend, Carol Falls, over at State Farm. Guys, we'll be back in a minute and a half. I'm really excited for this. Blaine Crane from Crane & Company up next. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Grand Co. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays anniversaries and everyday use gramco is hemp derived and completely legal inside as the state of louisiana no medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet you must be 21 years older to order again that's thegramco.com use that promo code ays25 guys you might know my good friend carol false and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back! Blaine Crane is in the building. First off, first off. Mr. Rafino, what is up, my guy? First off, tell me, what's what's up with this stash, bro? Okay, look. All right, I'm going to be honest about it. All right, down at SEC Media Days, okay? You know, Peter Burns, we got Peter Burns doing an interview, and Peter rocked the stash. All right, came into it hot with the stash. I loved it. Somehow, during the 30-minute interview we did, I promised him I would do the same thing. Okay. And from there on, I kept it. I don't know why. I still have it. It's starting to grow on me, which is scary to me. And another thing, one of our producers said that I need to keep somewhat of facial hair. Because if not, me and Jake look too alike. So I don't really agree with that. It's always on the spectrum. We don't look anything alike, and we look too alike. But, hey, man, you know, Top Gun's big right now. I mean, the stash, when is it more in than right now? 
Never. It's never been more in. That's what I thought. I'll probably have it for a couple more days, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. I hear you, but it looks good. It it looks like it smells like rich mahogany. It does. You're a gentleman, Blake, and you're a scholar. I hope you know that. I have a bunch of leather-bound books behind me. I love fancy cheeses and charcuterie boards, you know, just the upper echelon life these days when you get a mustache. Although I did miss a bet today, so now I'm starting to get a little superstitious if there's some bad juju on this thing. If that's true, then it's out of here. I know that. Well, if you do win and you continue to win, you need to go to the Catalina Wine Mixer. That's all that I know. Let's go. Hey, plus one? I- I'm there. I'll fly us Let's there. Let's go. You better be there. It's the Catalina Wine Mixer. It's a nothing big. It's Catalina Wine Mixer. All Strictly right. Billy Joel. <laughs> Strictly Billy Joel, baby. That's what it is. I love it. Blaine Crane's our guest. Blaine, I'm going to give you the floor here. You went to SEC Media Days. Yeah. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from SEC Media Days? That's a great question. Um. You know, I would say one, probably Brian Harson, and I'm not saying that, just the way he, he kind of carried himself, because you go back to the first SEC media days, he was kind of tiptoeing around a little bit. Um, didn't know how it went. I, I would say one, Brian Kelly came in and just was a straight shooter the whole time. And if you're an LSU fan, that's exactly what you want. Went beating around the bush or anything like that. He looked comfortable, which is, which is good for LSU and scary for a lot of other teams. Um, that and everyone's trying to figure out who the third best team is in the SEC. You know, everyone's still trying to figure that out. I mean, uh, Bama and Georgia right now are clear cut. We had Danny Cannell on the show, and he was talking about, well, one of them fall. You know, who's the third best? And you know, you could you could pick around random people, and it'll be seven different teams. Um, so that you know, and just just the vibe of getting back into football, man. You know, just so you can only sit here and talk about it so much. You know, until you want to see pad, you want to hear the sounds of pads of touchdowns, stadiums sold out, and it's coming, man. And I can't wait for it, Blake. I'm so – look, you can only talk about basketball and baseball so much, man. Right. You can only do it so much. So I'm just ready for football season. I know you are too. Oh, dude. I- I'm watching Auburn kick LSU's butt from last year. It's not fun. Uh, yeah, like one of the, the one of the five games we won. Yeah, one of the five games we won. We should have lost to Georgia State. I still don't know how we won that game. That Georgia State win – might have been a bad thing for Auburn. I go back and look about it. It might have ended up being a bad thing. I mean, you, you can go back and look. Bo Nix gets hurt and all falls apart. And I'm telling you this. I said this a long time ago. Bo Nix covered up a lot of problems for that Auburn team. And people want to say what they want about Bo Nix. But Bo Nix was a hell of an athlete and a pretty damn good quarterback. And he covered up a lot of problems. And I don't know, man. That roster this year, we'll see. But it's not looking great. I mean, I picked him to go 2-6 and six in the SEC. So, it's a real thing. Uh, so, thoughts. Who is the third best team in the SEC, in your opinion? Tennessee. Explain. Why do you think that? I mean, you got you got Heifel. You got the second-year quarterback in the system. I think probably maybe a dark horse for the Heisman. Um, I mean, the thing about it is, like, A&M, I don't believe in. Um, I still don't believe in until they really do it. Like, I don't care how many five-stars you sign. I have to see it on the field. I, I don't, I'm done with all the hype. All this hype for you to go eight and four. Um, I think LSU is probably the scariest team in the in the SEC just because of the athletes they have that they always have. I don't care who the head coach is, LSU recruits itself. Y'all have absolute manimals walking around in that state. Um, but I would say Tennessee, I think their defense is going to get a little bit better. I know they got a new D.C., I'm pretty sure. Um, and just their offense, and man, the, the way it moves, 
And uh, a lot of people think Kentucky with Will Levis. I think Will Levis right now as a quarterback has the highest ceiling on anybody, but he's still learning how to play. They lose a big offensive piece. So I'd say Tennessee right now. Um, but really, you could, you could pick them, Ole Miss, Kentucky. It's, it's a wide gap for that third team, and it's wild. And a lot of people, especially with Georgia, I, I'm really interested to see Georgia's defense this year. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously it's not going to be the same thing. It's almost impossible to replicate that, but I'm really interested to see that and, you know, how Stetson carries that offense because, I mean, you think about a lot of people, Stetson, Stetson Bennett, if he wins another national championship, he might be the best quarterback ever to come to Georgia, which is insane to say or think about. And I'm so sick. And this is a huge thing at SEC Media Days. Blake and I should have said this. You would think Spencer Rattler walked on water to get to South Carolina because apparently now, apparently now, you leave a Lincoln-Riley offense whose quarterback, go through the track record of Lincoln-Riley and coaching quarterbacks, pretty damn good. You get benched for a freshman, and all of a sudden you go to South Carolina, all right, where now you're in the SEC. This, I mean, th- this ain't the Big 12, buddy. This ain't Big 12 defenses. You don't got the weapons that you have, and they got there's high names putting him as the second-best quarterback in the SEC, which is laughable to me, which is absolutely – it's just clickbait to me, Blake, and it's just, it's just wild and surprising. And I'd like to see how Spencer Rattler turns out because I guarantee once it starts not going his way, only thing he's going to do is point fingers, buddy. That's it. He's just going to point fingers at people, and and I won't be surprised by it. But you know, it's SEC. But if I had to pick, like it'd be it'd be the balls, baby. I agree with you, Blaine. In reference to, I think South Carolina is the most overrated team in the SEC. There, I said it. I, maybe A and M. Yeah, and that's not on Shane Beamer either. All right, it takes time. That roster was a disaster. A disaster. I'd give him two more years where, until he gets to where he wants to be. But if you think Spencer Rattler is going to come in and fix everything, I can sell you some nice beach property in the middle of Kansas. It's not going to work. I don't know how we got here. I don't know how we got here. Well, it's like inception inside of a dream, inside of another dream. I'm just spinning things to see if they keep spinning. Like, I don't understand how you go to a worse team in a harder conference and do better. I I don't either. Blaine, I, I, I don't either. But, hey, did I hear you correctly? You have LSU finishing where in the SEC? I, I, didn't, I didn't pick. We're doing that after. Okay, uh, I thought you. I heard you. Okay. Yeah. So, Blaine, very quickly, I do have them – I don't know. <laughs> I know. Right? You don't know. It's like the LSU to me is like the the one team you can't put your finger on. Well, they really. don't, or, you or, don't or, know or, who the quarterback is. You don't. I, I mean, you return Kayshawn Booty, but I, I, I mean, you don't have any production returning. The, um, the best receiver in college football. He's that, the best receiver in college football. It's hands down. It's not close. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. I I said that, Blaine, and got ripped alive, by the way. (laughs) Well, you're right. So whoever whoever ripped you alive um, needs to figure it out. I don't care. Uh, He's the best receiver from a former receiver, a guy who played in college. That kid is different. Like That that, that kid is different. You could probably put put him at quarterback and win six games. That that kid is the best. It's not the kid from Ohio State, which he's nice. But Keishon Boutte, I'm telling you, is a, a, from a 1 to 10, the kid's a 12. So let's talk about them. I know you said it's tough to put your finger on them, but what do you believe about LSU? I believe they're going to be athletic. I believe they're going to be fast. Um, I mean, you get Ollie Gay back, which is big. Um, 
you know, it comes down to like a lot of things when it comes down to LSU is like the, the things that scared me last year, especially is just the way the defense played. Um, now I'm not used to that scene from an LSU defense. You're, you're used to seeing an LSU defense that's flying from sidelines to sidelines and they, and you, and you feel them once they get there. There's not no patty cake. We're not here high-fiving and, and, and jumping rope. We're, we're, trying to, we're trying to knock your head off. And I didn't see that from my LSU defense last year, and that surprised me. Um, it's always come down to me with LSU as the quarterbacks. That's what it is. They, they, they need a guy at the helm that's going to take them where they need to go because there's nothing more dangerous than an LSU team that's all swimming in the right direction. If they're all swimming in the right direction, they're good as anybody. They're good as the Bamas. They're good as the Georgias. They have the athletes to be that good. But if they don't have a quarterback, all right, then it's tough to win the games, the big games against the big teams that you have to win. Because at the end of the day, you know, Georgia's defense won in that national championship, but that defense was different. And if you get into those big games against the Bamas and the playoffs, you got to have a guy under center who can take you there, who can, who can take you to the promised land. And I don't know who it's going to be. Um, I don't know if it's going to be Miles Brennan. Like, I don't know if I trust a guy who's been there 13 years, who broke his arm on a boat by tripping off of a flip-flop and broke his own half. Look, I've been on a boat. I've worn flip-flops. You have to be really unathletic to, to – I can understand tripping on a flip-flop, but then proceeding to break your arm after that, that scares me, and I, I don't know. I mean, you get the kid, was it Arizona State? Um, yeah, Jane Daniels. Who comes down, and I think he'd be a better fit somewhat. And you go back and look at Brian Kelly's offense, you know, they have somewhat of mobile quarterbacks. Um so we'll see. Um, I, I think it'll end up being that kid from here, Jalen Daniel, right? Yeah. Um, it'll be end up being him, I think. Um, but it's he made a he, he committed a lot of turnovers, and one thing the SEC you can't do is do that. So well, what are they going to rely on? You know, what is LSU going to rely on? Are you going to rely on the defense? You know, are you going to rely on the new quarterback? Um, you got, you, I mean, you got Besh, you got Boutte, you got the guys out wide. Okay, right. you got that, but that that that's. Not going to win you the big SEC games. It starts where? It starts up front. You work your way inside out, and it starts with that guy on your center. And if LSU's defense is better, if they're flying to the rock, because, man, it used to be scary. You're going to play, even as a fan watching in, inside of a TV, I used to be afraid when, 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 when Auburn would go play LSU because that environment is something different. Those guys are built different. Like, the, the, they, they chase rabbits and catch them. That's the scariest thing. I'll never Yeah. Like my dad, look, my dad at South had guys out of Louisiana who played quarterbacks. One name's Enrique. I remember sitting down talking to him, and he asked me if I go hunting. I was like, yeah, Enrique, I go hunting sometimes. He's like, you? He's like, well, we chase rabbits. I was like, what? He's like, we chase rabbits and catch them. Those are the type of guys that are playing at LSU. So when it comes down to this, you're LSU, what are you going to rely on? What are you going to rely on? Is it your quarterback? That's what you want it to be. Can you trust him? That's the biggest question. Can you trust them? And, and look, they're going to have to go in on their on their running game too, Blaine. You know, they're going to have to try to get that physical physicality back too. Like they got LSU has to start getting downhill again. You know, no LSU doubt. said like their running game last year was atrocious. Now let me atrocious. let me ask you this though about Brian Kelly because you guys went viral and you talked you guys at Crane and Company. Blaine Crane's our guest, by the way, rude host. Blaine Crane from uh, Crane and Company. You guys went viral because you talked about the structure that Brian Kelly brings will obviously make LSU a lot better. Was there something at SEC Media Days that sold you on him for you guys to have that feeling after he spoke? Well, I kind of mentioned it earlier. He was just super calm in the heat of battle. 
Mm. You know, and there's some things you can't teach, all right, from a coach or any type of perspective. Is that guy didn't blink. He got up on that podium like he's been there. He wasn't nervous. And you got to think, why did Brian Kelly come to LSU? Win a natty. To win a natty. He's been there, all right? And he's seen in the in the locker room the difference. He looked in the players from Bama's eyes and saw the difference. There's a ceiling at Notre Dame. And that ceiling is getting to the playoffs, playing an SEC team, and getting your ass whooped. All right? That's what it is. And uh, he went to a program now where Les Miles, Ed Ogeron, won championships. If they can do it, Brian Kelly sure as hell can do it. Right. right? And and the only thing you really heard was, is he a good fit? Is he this? Is he that? When it comes down to when it comes down to fits, okay, it doesn't matter if if you, if you like the gumbo, or you like the food, if you talk with an accent, that don't matter. It's about winning football games. Preach. If you win football games, you're a great fit. So all this up with blah and this and that and dancing with recruits. First of all, the dude's recruiting his ass off. Recruiting his ass off. That's a good start. You know, that's a good start. What do you want to ask when coach gets there? Is, uh, start recruiting? Well, he's doing that. Players are believing. Mm-hmm. All right? If it's not this year, it's going to be the next year. I'm telling you, Brian Kelly's going to make LSU relevant again. Like, if Ed O can do it, and a guy who eats grass, and a guy who talks like he's turning into the Hulk, <laughs> then, then, then Brian Kelly, one of the most winningest coaches in college football, can do it at LSU. And it's not even a question. It's just a matter of time. Blaine, we do have a lot of uh, fans' questions fired into them, but one more question for me, and we'll get to as many of them as we can. Thank you for joining us. Uh, my sleeper team in the SEC, I don't think they're winning it. I, I, I just think it's going to be fun to watch. Mississippi State, Will Rogers. Mike Leach loves Hulk hands. I'm a big Will Rogers believer. What about you? He loves them. He loves Hulk hands and pirate shows. <laughs> like the thing about every time we get Mike Leach on, the last thing we talk about is football. That's why I love it. First of all, Will Rogers, we did our top five quarterbacks the other day. And I think Will Rogers, other than Bryce Young, is the most ready NFL quarterback. I agree. You know, I think you could put him right now with the Jets or the Giants, and he'd be just as good as Daniel Jones and Zach. Although I did vote Zach for MVP just just because uh, he learned how to ride with the fear. I mean, he learned how to ride with the Cougar in the car. You know, and that's a real thing. So I, I, I like that. If I had to pick a sleeper, you said to win the SEC, right? No, no, no. Just a sleeper team. like Because they're projected like last in the SEC West. I don't think they're going to do that. No, I don't think so. I think Auburn's going to finish last in the SEC West, to be honest, on that roster right now. Is- I, did, I can see yeah. Mississippi State being 8-4, and 9-3 and three at the end of the season. But like- the thing about Mississippi State, man, they're just really consistent on being inconsistent. You know, Very And true. I guess that comes with kind of the territory of the passing game that they live in, but they're a dangerous team, man. They, they can get hot. Well, I think Mike, Coach Leach, kind of leaned on the – I wouldn't say leaned on, but opened up the run game a little bit in the second half of the season because just just you can't throw at every play. Right? There's no way you're going to win all the games you need to about it's dropping back and throwing at every play. You have to mix in the run. I mean, they're dropping nine guys against them. It basically was a seven-on-seven. Seven. So I think Leach – if he kind of dedicates himself to the run game a little bit more, make him respect it, they could be a dangerous team. 
But, man, that, I would say, the thing about Auburn is, like, Auburn does really good when they expect to do really bad. So, you know, uh, Jake said this the other day on the show. We said Auburn will go 5-0, and then lose the rest of their games, which I think they lose to Penn State at home. Um, San Jose State's a scary game for Auburn. But I was, I'm surprised you didn't say LSU, to be honest. I don't know if you consider them a sleeper, but I, I still think just with the guys who are walking around LSU, man, it's just like they could do it. If LSU figures it out, I'm telling you, man, meet me. The boys are roadrunners. They can road, they can put together a lot of wins. Uh, Doug Nose says, hashtag ask blank, do you trust Finley or Calzada? I trust my challenger out in the parking lot a lot more than either of those. Um, Little flex. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. But Calzada, the thing about this is, like, when they described Calzada and Harson when it came to the portal, I mean, I thought he did a terrible job of who he got. Um, you know, Calzada won a game against Alabama and then go back to the rest of the season. He didn't do great. It's not good when you get a new quarterback and the first word you describe him as is tough. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Be a tough fullback. You know, be a tough tight end. Can you pass? Can you read progressions? You know, can you put the ball in the end zone? So I trust neither of them, really. You know, but if I had to pick one, I don't know, get Wildcat and just let Tank run Wildcat every play. Probably have a better chance. But if I had to pick one, I guess I'd go Calzada. Hey, now Kentucky did win nine games with Lynn Brown uh, Brown Jr. that year. I'm sorry, it's a real thing. Um, well, Kentucky basically does that anyway. They're running every play. Will Levis just ducks his head and takes off. Once Will Levis starts trusting his arm, they're going to be a lot better. But, man, it's just – if you know you're going through T.J. Finley or Zach Calzada to pick which one you trust more, I mean, you know you're not going to win a lot of games. Blaine, uh, two more, and we'll get you on out of here. Thank you for joining us. Number one, uh, a fan question about K.J. Jefferson. Jeff says, hashtag ask Blaine, do you think K.J. could be the dark horse for the second-best QB in the league? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know he lost Traylon Burks. Um, who, who's kind of a fixer for them. But I think KJ, man, you, you, you're watching KJ just slowly come into his own. And, you know, he another year with Bryles at the OC, he's only going to be more dangerous. You know, the thing about KJ is his deep ball is nice. Um, progressionally, I want him to get a little bit better to, to his short to medium balls. He has to get better. But the kid's a problem. What can he not do? He can run it. He can throw it. He's a giant. He's athletic. I think KJ right now, you could put KJ in that top three, top four, and is under Bryles, I mean, the, the, there is no ceiling. Um, they still they brought some cats back at receiver, but I'm interested to see what he's like without Traylon. But I do think K.J. has a legitimate chance to be the second-best quarterback in the SEC. Blaine, last college question for me. I know we sticked on the ACC a little bit. I told you we were going everywhere, but we sticked on the ACC. Are we at an inevitable point where it's either going to be Georgia versus Ohio State or Alabama versus Ohio State for the college football playoff national title? Do you feel that way? Yes. Um, you know, I, I we had Danny Cannell on the show today, and I, I asked maybe a sleeper team to get in the playoffs. And, you know, you you, you, you know it's going to be Bama, okay? You somewhat know it's going to be Georgia. You know, the one more SEC team could get weird. Just to see how it, let's see how it lays out. Um, I don't think Notre Dame's going to be here, but Clemson's a real a real thing. Um, Clemson's defense is for real. I know their quarterback, but they brought in that freshman. He's nice. Thank you. He's nice. And that, like, uh, Dabo Sweeney will pull that trigger if he has to pull that trigger. I We've seen it, Blaine. We've seen it. Yeah, with Trevor Lawrence. Right. We, we saw it with Trevor. What was it? Kelly Bryant? Yes. Like, uh, well, Kelly, you're not getting it done. We're, we have this kid right here. 
Clemson's the closest thing to an SEC team you're going to find, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Their quarterback, everyone's like, oh, they had a down year. They won 10 games. Okay? If, you're, if a down year is 10 games, well, Damon Dabo, you're doing a great job. And I know, I know championships, or Dabo's built that, is either championships or busts, and I respect that. But Ohio State's good. They are. Ohio State's really good. Um, I don't see really anybody even touching them in the Big Ten. The Michigan game will be interesting. I don't think Michigan has it this year. But it's going to be it's going to be Georgia and Bama and probably Ohio State. But, you know, that, that four team is going to be interesting to me. I hope it's not Notre Dame. So I don't have to watch that again. I hope it's not like a Cincinnati or something like that. Oklahoma, or maybe Texas. I had Texas winning the Big 12. They're back for the 30th year in a row. Yeah. I mean, you got Quinn Ewers, you got Lambeau running back. I mean, you got, I think, Xavier Worthy, a receiver, Isaiah, a receiver. The offense is going to be nice, all right? So it's always the defense with them. I mean, Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma is going to be a problem. I still think Venable needs a couple years to really get the guys he wants in there, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But, you know, other than that, yeah, we're going to see Georgia and Bama, Ohio State. I mean, I'm not trying to burst anybody's bubble. That's what it's going to be. I lied. Here, here's the last one. Bo Nix is going to Oregon. Now, I understand Oregon's got to play Georgia – it's not a good matchup for them. However, they could run the table in the Pac-12 unless they get until they get to Utah, but that's a long time till you get there. Do you think Bo – because Bo Nix did some really impressive things in the spring game. It looked like his feet, footwork was a lot more developed. Do you think that there's any remote chance that a Pac-12 team like USC or Oregon could be that fourth team and start making a push? I believe in Oregon more than I believe in USC right now. Um USC's defense is not there. Um, Caleb's good at quarterback, and you got Jordan Addison. I think they're going to need a couple more years, even if the Pac-12 is still around in a couple more years. But I love the Dan Landing hire at Oregon. Oh, God, I love it. Um, they got a, two great backers coming back. And I, you know, I kind of threw out this prediction a while ago, but that Oregon-Georgia week one, uh, week zero, week one matchup, I think it's going to be a lot tighter than what people think it is. I think it's going to come down to a one-score game because, um, I mean, the offenses are going to be slow. That's just how it is in football. Offenses catch up. Defenses are usually on the button once the week starts. But I think that's going to be a close game. And I think Oregon might actually pull that game out. It might be the first time Bo Nix has ever beat Georgia. Whoa. Yeah. Now, I think the spread, I saw someone say it's 16 and a half. If it's 16 and a half, take Oregon, baby. <laughs> okay. The man brought the heat like Ricky Vaughn, baby. Hot take. There it is, Blakey. There it is, my guy. I appreciate it, Blaine. Dude, you're awesome. You're, y'all show's awesome. Tell everybody where they can catch all y'all stuff and what y'all are doing. Uh, Crane & Company, we're on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, the whole nine. Uh, Twitter, uh, hashtag Blaine underscore Crane. Uh, man, we go, uh, we go live at two every day. Come get in the chat. We take questions. Uh, it's, not, it's not just me, Jake, and David's show, but it's our show. It's everybody's show. Everyone's opinion matters, and you know, we're getting close to the college football season. The buzz is happening, baby, and I can't wait. Blake, I appreciate you letting me on. I love this show. I love coming on the show, man. Keep doing it. You're killing it. Thanks, Blaine. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Thank you so much. All right, bro. Appreciate it. All right, that's Blaine Crane from Crane & Company. I love that dude, man. So knowledgeable, brother. I, I, I love that dude. He, he's a killer. And they're killing it at Crane & Company, man. You got to give it to him. You got to give it to him. I, I will say, you know, the first time I met Blaine and Jake – uh, we went to we went to walk-ons and got some gator. <laughs> Love those dudes, man. They do a fantastic job. All right, let's do this. 
Let's pay some bills very quickly. I'm going to go through LSU's SEC schedule very quickly, make a quick prediction, and then we'll get out of here. Believe in Saints at 815. But let's talk about our good friends over at Pristine Auction. We'll close it out with the LSU record in the SEC. We'll be back in 45 seconds to close it out. Guys, let me tell you about my friends over at pristineauction.com. Pristineauction.com is the most trusted sports memorabilia auction site with an A-plus triple B rating. Auctions on Pristine start at just $1, and each day there are over 1,000 autographed items that are available, so you will sign authentic signatures at a very affordable price. Just last week, an autographed Justin Herbert jersey sold for just $110. Deals like this are happening all the time on pristineauction.com, and they have just about every player that you could want, including Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and so much more. You already know that I've been over there looking at LSU and Saints items. Every item on pristineauction.com comes with a certificate of authenticity from the industry's most reliable sources and authenticators. Upgrade your auction and collection and sign memorabilia today and get a $10 off your first item one when you use the code SERIOUS. That's S-E-R-I-O-U-S. Serious when you sign up. Again, pristineauction.com, pristineauction.com. Use that promo code SERIOUS on your first order. All right, I'm actually going to do this. Um, I'm actually going to do this. Producers, give me a thumbs up if y'all can come in for five minutes. Y'all good to go? Y'all, y'all good to go? Okay. So we're going to bring in the producer. We're going to bring in Zach, and we're going to bring in Pooh Bear uh, here with us. Guys, so listen, I'm going to run through this SEC schedule for LSU very quickly. I'm going to see if y'all agree or disagree. LSU does start off the season, we know, with Florida State, Southern Miss. I mean, Southern Miss. Southern, um, and they play Mississippi State. So I think there's a really good chance LSU starts off 2-0. I still think that they get a win against Mississippi State. Uh, at home at Death Valley. Do you guys agree with that, yes or no? Completely agree. Okay. Yep. So then LSU plays New Mexico. LSU goes on the road to Auburn. You just heard Blaine. They don't have a lot of faith in their team, so why should I? I, I, I think LSU wins that game. So they start off the season 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 5, and 0, oh, playing Tennessee at home. Guys, this is the game for me that I think starts defining your season. I think it's the bit, It's going to be a nighttime game. Brian Kelly and Death Valley. How do you guys see that one shaking out as we start camp in less than a week? Um, it's going to be tough. Um, yeah. I, I So the fan in me says LSU. Realistically, though, I, if I had to lean one way or the other, I'd probably lean Tennessee. Okay, what about you, Zach? I, I actually I, I actually lean LSU in this game. I think I think because I, I think if it's in if it's at Tennessee, I think Tennessee wins, but I think because it's in Baton Rouge and because I think it'll be to that point the most attended game of the season, I think the home field advantage, the hype building around that game, and with it being in Baton Rouge, I think that that definitely gives me the nod to go towards LSU. But, I mean, it's going to be a – I think it's going to be a battle because Tennessee's going to be good this year. I do think it's a season-defining game. I think if you win that game and you go 6-0, guys, you're three wins away from going to what possibly could be a New Year's Six Bowl. Here's my thing. I'm 50-50. I want to see what Hendon Hooker looks like. So, let me tell you this. I've been watching a lot of Hendon Hooker. Don't let those three interceptions fool you. 
Okay, he puts the ball up in the air. I see big game boomer. I, 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 I'm trying I, I to see him. It, but. I, I see my boy. I see my boy in here. He says, Hooker will light up LSU's questionable secondary. I don't agree with him. I think the biggest kept secret for on LSU's team right now is the secondary. Guys, they can't get worse. They legitimately can't yeah. get worse. They didn't get worse. I, I have it 50-50. So if you go down, look, Florida, it's going to come down to Anthony Richardson. Guys, that game's on the road. I don't care. You still think we beat Florida on the road? I I cannot. Right now, with the way things are looking, uh, they haven't – they can't even – Billy Napier can't even recruit right right now. Uh, Give me, you know – give me LSU. I think Anthony Richardson, as you said, Blake, makes it close, but I'm also with LSU. I'm just not confident in Florida this year at all. Here's my thing, though, Pooh, in reference to the recruiting. It doesn't affect the field right now. And those are the spooky games. Look, if it's a 2.30 game, I don't feel good about it. If it's a night game in Florida, as crazy as this sounds, I feel more confident about it. I went back and looked. Pooh, did you know that LSU has only uh, has not won a 2.30 game against Florida? They're, I think they are 1-3 uh, 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 or 1-4 in, in the last five 2.30 matchups. The mm. games that they're winning are the later five, six, seven yeah. o'clock kickoffs. You remember 2019? It was a late kickoff. You remember the shoe game? It was a late kickoff. And then yes, and then last year was eleven o'clock kickoff. That LSU just went wild. That CBS game against Florida. It always just seems like a death match. I don't like it. I'm superstitious AF, bro. I'm superstitious yeah. AF. I have no reasoning other than I hate CBS games against Florida. I just do. All right. Is this the last year on the CBS or are we on the uh, I think it starts in 2024 or 23. Maybe. Maybe. You might be on. I, I don't know that. It's uh, close. All right. So, look. Ole Miss, guys, I'm going to be honest. It's our homecoming, but I think that we lose that one. Okay? I was going to say, I, I'll give that to Ole Miss. Um, I, I, I don't feel comfortable with that game. However, on the flip side, they have just as many question marks offensively as we do, and they have more questions defensively. I wouldn't be surprised, and everybody's on this Ole Miss train. I know they got Zach Evans. I know they got uh, 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 um, which, uh, Jackson Dart. Guys, I, I think they're going to have a worse season than some people believe that they do. I think they're going to have to rebuild a little bit. I think that they – I trend to them losing – but if 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 you guys are correct and LSU's undefeated going into this game, they're not losing. I also think that that's a toss toss up. Okay, let's get to a meat of it. I, I I'm assuming you guys are going to pick Alabama, right? The next yeah. SEC game. Give me LSU. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, Alabama. Um, so they then don't you, do well in Baton Rouge against against Alabama. They just don't. Well, look. Then you go to Arkansas, and guys, this is where it starts getting a little fuzzy for me. You're playing a physical game against Alabama. The next week, you've got the toughest offensive line in the SEC West, and then you have a very tough quarterback, right? I mean, you do. If they can get the running game going and you're there in Fayetteville and they start calling the Hogs and Sam Pittman's got his titties out, it's a big – it's a <laughs> – Pooh, I can't, I can't help but laugh because when I say titties and you, you did this. <laughs> Paul. There's no pause on titties. <laughs> oh, no, no. It is on Sam Pittman's titty. <laughs> Brother, that man wears a quadruple F. Hey, I can't say anything. I got titties, too. 
All right. Uh, what do y'all feel about Arkansas? I'm not confident in, in, in LSU beating Arkansas this year either. I, I really like KJ Jefferson. And, yeah, I really like Arkansas this year as well. So yeah. I, if, if there is a loss, Arkansas is the last loss of the season. I understand that LSU barely lost to Arkansas last season, but I still think that this all – but you're at home. You couldn't beat them when they were in your house. We'll see. I'm not going to use the transient properties on that one just yet. All right, then you close out the season with UAB. Yeah, that's a win. Moving on. And then you got Texas A. But, hey, don't sleep on UAB now. <coughs> don't sleep UAB on them. U- UAB could be a 31-17, 31-20. I agree. Pooh, I think you could be kicking a field goal to make it a 10-point game at the end. Two minutes left, you're kicking a field goal to ice it. Yeah. I-, I really believe. Zach, don't sleep on them now. Clark left well, it. then again, then again, Bill, Clark, Bill Clark is stepping down. I, I, Pooh, you're right there. But here's the thing. When you get 18 to 21-year-olds motivated about their coach that has a, a health issue and they start playing with their hair on fire, I don't like – I'm not predicting LSU to lose. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying it's not going to be like the 31-point spread or whatever some oh, people no. believe. No. I, I, I don't think that. All right. So we end this with Texas A&M. Give me LSU all day, every day. Why? Is it because Jimbo wears Velcro hats? No, it's because of all the... uh... (laughs) Pooh Bear, you just turned a little shade of white there when you did that. Dude, that that is the corniest... It's a big-ass circle jerk. It's a circle jerk, bro. I, I mean, it, it's the weirdest tradition. Now, let me say this now. I, I do love the dedication. Look, man, 100,000 people in the stadium twice in two nights. That's a that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I'll give him that now. Zach, what about you and Texas A&M? I, I, I actually do have A&M. I, I hate picking oh! it because I'm, conf- I'm pretty confident that LSU – I mean, tomato, gonna, tomato, tomato, tomato. I know, I know, I know. It's it's Bro. at AM. Hit him with the tomatoes the, again. You talked about that, that environment, that tomato, atmosphere. Tomato, tomato, tomato. I'm throwing All right, tomatoes. All right, keep going, keep going, look, keep going. Look, A&M, they're, I think they're going to be hungry after last year. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I feel like Max Johnson going over to A&M is going to bite some LSU fans in the butt a little bit, to be honest with y'all. Don't Just get me wrong. I can see Max throwing for two fifty plus three touchdowns in a loss. Cause I'm I'm not one of those fans that look at Max Johnson. Now I mean obviously he had his he had his deficiencies, but I think Max Johnson had a had a pretty good year last year. Because uh, some LSU fans disagree with that. I mean when you throw almost thirty touchdowns, I mean you've had you had a pretty good year, um, and he had his best wide receiver go down half the season. And they were trying to figure out who was going to be their number one guy the rest of the way. So I think Max Johnson is going to have a pretty good year at AM. I think he's going to be the guy. And I think he's going to be motivated playing LSU. I think AM's going to be motivated after last year playing LSU. They're going to be in that home field atmosphere. And I think they win a close one. I think Zach's been eating those Skittles that cause brain damage. <laughs> By the way, have y'all seen that? Skittles causing brain damage? Have y'all seen that? 
I don't yeah. I don't know if how much I buy that. Um, but look, here's how I'm going to end it here. So Pooh, you have LSU going to nine and three. Zach, you have LSU going eight and four in this scenario. I think it's another toss up. Okay, I, I really do. I, I agree with Zach on this point. Okay, the only point is again, I lean on trends a lot when it comes to college football. Thirteen starts, thirty-seven total touchdowns. He had, guys, you can say Steve Insminger or Jake Peets. Jake Peets isn't his offensive coordinator anymore, and he's not injured. I and look, that defensive line is going to be good, but I think that they could win. I mean, it's not. Here's the thing that I wanted to do this for. Outside of Bama, which last year you you were in the game, there's mm-hmm. no game that you're walking into that you're like, hey, man, LSU is going to get their asses beat. Yeah. You know, like, I, I just don't see it. But we'll see. All right, All right guys. We oh, Go ahead, Pooh. Go ahead. No, no I was just I, I don't see us getting, like, at this point, I don't see us getting molly walked by Bama. No, I mean, outside of that one year in 2020, you know, that was the only year that LSU did get mollywopped. You know, I mean, it looks like everybody did take a molly before the game. Hey, and here's the crazy thing, Pooh. It was a game for a quarter and a half. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the score was 21-14 at one point, and LSU couldn't stop. I'm not going to finish that sentence, but if I were to finish, they couldn't stop blood with a tampon. And they, I, I, and they marched down the field on the very first drive. I, don't, I, I can't remember what happened that first drive, uh, but I know they marched They couldn't get a play in. Went, went, went forward on fourth and got stuck. Yeah, they couldn't I, get I a play in. Instead of going with your quarterback, you couldn't, you know, um, you know, you just couldn't do anything. All right, guys, my name is Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? Believe in Saints in just a little bit. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.